WTF is Web3, where we untangle the uncertainties of Web3 technologies. Be sure to check out the show notes for more information, giveaways, and ways to stay in touch. You're also going to want to make sure that you're subscribed to our podcast, our YouTube channel, and our private group so you don't miss out on exclusive content, freebies, and much more. I want to shoot a quick introduction for this episode and others like it so you understand how it fits in the context of the other content that we're bringing you. This is actually an episode that is stripped directly from a YouTube channel I had that focused specifically on Earth 2. Earth 2 is one of the many metaverse projects that's out there right now. If it's not my favorite, it's definitely gonna be in my top five. There's a lot that I think differentiates Earth 2 from the entire crowd of the metaverse scene right now. And I think it's definitely worth sharing this content with you. I'll probably discuss it more in our other episodes as well as going into the specifics of the other metaverse projects that are out there. I hope you find this content interesting. I hope you find it informative and I hope it intrigues you to not only Earth 2 but also my perspective on metaverse projects in general. Gives you some ideas as to what to look out for. What is going on Earth 2 novice enthusiasts and everyone in between? Thank you for joining me for another episode. I wanted to do a little bit more of a deep dive and some walkthroughs for the benefits of anybody who's either new to Earth 2 or maybe you haven't been playing around with Earth 2 recently. There have been a lot of developments and I'm going to walk through a few here. First, let me switch over, transition to my screen so you can see what I'm seeing. And the first thing you're going to see now when you log in, and I mentioned this in a previous video, I do a lot better job explaining it, so check out that video. But they've now switched to having two tiers of land. And basically everything that was purchased previous to the launch of Tier 2 is going to be considered Tier 1. And this doesn't affect the land class, but that's going to be tier one land and now we've got tier two land what that's done is it's reset the pricing which as i mentioned in another video makes this a great opportunity to get into earth two why well now we've already seen a year of people purchasing land and all the hot spots got bought up but we also saw a lot of the collaborative cities also started to get planned out and some of them were and a lot of them actually were started in areas where there's really nothing going on. They're in the middle of fields and deserts and things like that because they wanted people that were just in, people who were just in that private group, and there's dozens of them, but people who were just in those private groups decided they wanted to buy land together without any strangers. So obviously, if they're trying to buy land in the middle of Manhattan, it's being bought up very quickly, and there's a whole bunch of strangers kind of messing up their design. And I'll do another video going through the mega cities, some of the ones I'm involved in and have bought land in. Some of them have amazing designs. It was very artistic and uh, very well done. And it's a collaboration between a bunch of people and they have these amazing designs in these cities. And I think these cities are going to be their own hotspots as Earth 2 uh, reaches its, you know, crawls out of infancy, it really starts hitting its full stride, which is still ways off. So there's still a ton of opportunity. But as I mentioned before, this is an amazing opportunity in and of itself, probably the best and maybe even arguably a better opportunity than back in 2020, in the beginning of 2021, because now we're starting to see where the hotspots are. And especially if you want to be a part of these cities, where we've already got a collaborative mindset going on, you can now see where these cities have been built and then you can buy strategically around those cities because they will probably come together and bring a lot more interest and concise thought to the development of those areas. Whereas I mentioned before, 
Manhattan was just a land grab. It's a bunch of strangers buying up plots of land and they're probably not going to be able to come together or even get in contact with each other to come together and make a well-designed city. Whereas if you go to these mega cities that have been created, you will be, you know, if you wanted to, you can be a part of something that is going to have a, a much stronger community sense and vibe. They've got their own discords and private channels. But in any case, Buying the uh, tier two land, the advantage is it's reset the pricing. So now all the prices went back down to 10%. Most of them have, or 10 cents, I should say, went back down to the default price of 10 cents. So some of them were over $100. And now the tier two land is in that same area is being sold from Earth 2 on the uh, primary um, marketplace, not even really the marketplace, but primary buying, purchasing just from uh, Earth 2 will allow you to get a much cheaper land value. You can still go to the secondary market and purchase privately, but now everything that you're buying from Earth 2 is going to be tier two, reset price, much more affordable, and this is going to entice a lot of other people, hopefully you, to continue to invest and newcomers to make their initial investments with a much more affordable land. And this is really gonna be something that's about community and involvement and continuing to have more and more people join the uh, the project, not only from a staff position, but also from a user and uh, investor position. So again, this notice is gonna pop up. All tiles are now divided into tier one and tier two classifications. All tiles available for purchase from tier two, as I mentioned, are hereby classified as tier two tiles. And I do anticipate there will eventually be a, be a tier three, but I think it is probably gonna be a ways off depending on how much interest there is buying up these lands and driving up the prices as we saw over the last year. Please be aware that the different tiers come with different functions for in-game and the, Earth, the E2 metaverse. You can learn more about tier one and tier two here, which we won't go into right now, but we're gonna click Okay, now when you go to purchase things, you will be able to see, like if you go to the secondary market, you can you know, use the filters to differentiate between tier one and tier two in case you wanna pick up some tier two land. But right now, I think the big opportunity is picking up tier two land because it is pretty cheap. Now, what I, one thing that's cool, and this is a development over the last year, is thanks to Mapbox, which is one of their partnerships, we can now see a heat map. So the heat map will show us where the hotspots are, where the popular areas of recent purchases are. So as you can see, as we zoom out, we get an idea as to where it might be nice for us to purchase some land. Because when we see hotspots, it's a popular area for whatever reason. And this is particularly useful if you're buying in a foreign country. You're not familiar with you know, where the hotspots and the interest uh, in the, that country is. So this will allow you to, as you can see, New York is glowing like it's radioactive. Toronto, another big city, glowing, radioactive. But you can see all these other little hot spots, whereas when you zoom out like this, if you're still able to see it, you know there's going to be some interest there. And that might be a mega city that a community has a lot of involvement and interest in, or it might just be, you know, in the real world, a really popular city. You can also go to the 3D mode and you can start seeing some of the hollow buildings, which I mentioned in another video. And I'll probably do a video walking you through how to build with the hollow buildings. And you can also see areas based on their prices. So 
What's cool about that is depending upon how much you want to spend, this gives you a nice little indicator of where you should be looking. If you're luck, uh, trying to get you know the best bang for your buck, this would be a great filter for you to use because it lets you kind of fast forward to those areas where you know your dollar is going to go a bit further. Um, you know, of course, they've got the satellite map and the other map, which they had before, and the 3D map is mainly for looking at buildings. As you may or may not be aware, all of the man-made structures, save for a few uh, special landmarks, are going to be completely wiped out of Earth 2. And I think by landmarks, they probably mean, um, I would assume like dams maybe would, uh, you know, if there's a, you know, the Hoover Dam, that is uh, a foundational change in the landscape and the t topography. There's a, a great body of water on one side of the Hoover Dam because it's there. So I think to make the topography and the water and everything work in Earth 2. I think things like that will probably stay. And they also mentioned it seems like some monuments and uh, maybe like a, a man-made island, those are gonna have to stay just because it's going to make too much of an incongruency between the Earth 2 map and the real world map and what everybody's purchasing right now going off of what's basically like a hyped up Google map. So there will be some man-made structures left, but assume that all roads and buildings and everything else are going to be gone, which is where the hollow buildings come into play because now that you've got basically a clean canvas where your land is, even if you bought it in the middle of Manhattan, there's going to be nothing there when it reaches the later phases. You're going to be able to build your building or possibly purchase uh, another blueprint or building from a third-party developer and I mentioned that in another video and place that there now another thing I want to show in this video was the resources now resources aren't live yet but as I mentioned uh, previously in my last video each day you're going to be getting essence and or ether which you turn into essence as well as jewels. Now, these are the jewels that I've collected in just the last few hours because I checked it, uh, I believe, uh, earlier, probably about 12 hours ago. And each day you get more and more jewels being rendered. Each of these jewels, once you slot them, will give your land a certain uh, increase of production. So I'm gonna claim all of these and then I'll show you a little bit more to the whole jewel game. So as you can see right here, the blue jewel is going to, uh, this tells me where it was discovered. These are you know, one of my properties, uh, when it was discovered. And then you can see there, it also says that it will increase freshwater production uh, by 0.51%. And these are all, this one's a 0.5%. Uh, this one's gonna increase it by 0.5%. This one increases by 0.51%, but they're all about the same. Now um, we can go to where that comes into play is slotting. Now I can pick my properties. Based on the size of the property, I have a certain amount of jewel slots. And by putting those jewels in that slot, it will increase the amount of resources being produced there, and as well as essence. Some of the jewels will also, some of the jewels can pretty, uh, increase the production of multiple resources. Um, as well as essence, and I keep saying essence, I mean ether. Ether is turned into essence, so if I say one or the other, they're basically uh, synonymous. 
So as you can see, uh, different sizes of land have different amounts of jewels, and I've got some jewels slotted already. Now this is a luminous small crafted sunrise jewel. This is actually a combination of three jewels that I shattered, combined together, three different colored jewels, and what they do together is this one will increase the freshwater production as well as the iron ore production. So two resources that are going to be increased as well as it detects uh, two additional ether per day. So again, going back to the ether, if you're not familiar and you haven't seen my other video, ether gets turned into essence. Essence is kind of like a gas fee where it's uh, not really a currency, but it's something that you use in combination of a resource for production. It's kind of like the uh, payment for work or a transaction uh, fee. So let's say you want to have uh, something built and it requires you know, wood and iron as resources to have this structure built, whatever it is. Let's say it's a wagon, hypothetically. And the resources aren't even available, so these are completely hypothetical situations. But let's say you want to build a wagon, the wagon takes wood and iron. You have to provide the resources, the wood and the iron, whether you buy it or you're getting it from your properties, rendering it from your properties plus some essence to transform the wood and iron into the wagon. So it's kind of like the payment for the work being done. If you're familiar with trading cryptocurrency or playing with NFTs, you're very familiar with gas fees and gas fees are the same. It's not necessarily, not necessarily the cryptocurrency, but it's kind of like a derivative of some form of value that is exchanged as a reward for that work being done. With cryptocurrency, it's basically um, the the miners or the node work to you know adhere those things to the ledger or enter those things into the ledger or have an NFT minted. The gas fee for this is then going to be you know essence. So again, you convert ether to essence. Ether is detected on each of your properties daily. The bigger your properties, the more properties you have, the more ether you're going to get daily, along with jewels. So ether and jewels are currently being collected on the properties and in the future it's going to translate to resources which is where we go back to the jewels being rendered so now that's slotting so as you can see uh, this property has three slots um, let's see if I have some bigger properties uh, you get the point though the bigger the property the more slots you're gonna have uh, let me see if I could do it by tiles yes so let's see some of the bigger properties and you'll see and I'm imagining that in the future we're also going to be able to extend the amount of slots alright so here's some slightly larger just so you can see more slots but I, I think you get the the point and you take my word for it now you can do a combination of jewels as you can see with this one I've got a luminous small crafted sunrise jewel which again is one that's a combination of three uh, jewels as well as a single jewel, which is uh, this single jewel is one of the black jewels, and this increases my coal and oil production. So this is where you would craft your jewels, and again, you can do a, a few different things. You can either use those individual jewels, or like I said, you can smash them and combine them together. As you combine them blindly, you're able to unlock different recipes, and I'll do a video specifically on that uh, potentially in the future, but you can also look up the different recipes. People already figured out all of them, and they're out there. But as you can see, this uh, to make an orange, you need a gray and a yellow, to make the uh, small sunrise jewel it takes a blue, a gray, and a red. 
to make a small sunset it takes an orange a purple and a yellow so you can see these different combinations of jewels that you're able to make uh, the Jamaica jewel uh, I've got quite a few of those that's black green and uh, yellow uh, now there is a confusion I, I might be looking at the colors wrong because there's yellow and sand color I believe so now whether you want to make these jewels to slot yourself or if you you can also another really interesting uh, option is you can sell them go up here to the bazaar so right now I'm in the storage section go up here to the bazaar and now these are all the jewels being sold so these jewels right now these are these are the sandy jewels as I mentioned they're yellow color uh, but they do have different attributes than the yellow jewels but um, to give you an idea as to ones that I was uh, selling and making a good amount of money like I said I made several hundred bucks doing this I just haven't been doing it because the price dropped but um, if you want to make some extra money and you've got the time it takes like 10 minutes and uh, yeah, see I was selling these for three bucks a piece. It's uh, obviously the prices dropped just because people are undercutting and um, more people have gotten wise to it. But like I said, I made several hundred bucks and all I would do is combine three jewels and then I'd go and I'd list them for sale and I would you know, just have them competitively priced and you could go in and buy these yourself if you wanted to. Like if you don't have a lot of land or if your land isn't producing the jewels that you want, you can go on here and you can buy these that are already done. You can also, once you have a crafted jewel, you can also increase the value and the kind of power of that jewel, for lack of a better term, by increasing the luminosity. So you could invest more essence into that jewel and it would go from small cracked, which is like the lowest level or common, which is the lowest level, to increase it to a luminous, which uh, I think you saw slotted in some of my properties. I had some uh, luminous level jewels. So yeah, this one, luminous, which is the highest level and that gives you the most production. Now, why would you wanna do that? Well, as you can see, I only have three slots available and if I want to really maximize the amount of production, let's say standard is 0.5% boost. So putting three slots in there would bring me to 1.5% boost. Whereas with this one, if I invest more essence in there, since I don't have any other slots to use, I want to maximize uh, the, the, the power of the jewels that are in those slots. I bumped them up to uh, 1.16 for all three of these. So that's going to give me a significantly higher rendering or yield of the resources that are being produced. The essence, as you can see, is still just an additional two ether per day. No big deal. I still have uh, you know thousands and thousands of essence that I've uh, got in my bank anyways because I haven't done a great deal of production or building. But I do anticipate that as we get into unlocking these other ones, as you can see, building blocks, which hasn't been unlocked, blueprints, which hasn't been unlocked, and raw materials, I think this is where we're gonna be able to start building actual buildings. I think the hollow buildings are kind of uh, just a, kind of like a, a bookmark right now. It gives us an idea as to what we're going to be able to build and structures that we can build. But I think when we actually get down to the materials used to build these buildings, we'll be able to buy and sell blueprints on a secondary market, possibly through the bazaar or something similar, um, and then also build out of different materials, which 
will probably give the buildings different structural integrities and uh, aesthetic you know value and all sorts of other stuff and who knows what else i think uh teleporters and all sorts of other things will probably require resources and essence and a combination of uh you know all sorts of different things in order to get them so it's really interesting to see all these different economies that you can already see roadmap on top of this as I've mentioned, I've already seen in Decentraland, you can buy shoes and art and different types of NFTs to showcase in your metaverse properties. So I'm really excited to see what else we're able to do as we get to the later phases in Earth 2. But again, I want to remind you guys, especially if you're new, uh, please use my referral code. I do weekly giveaways. All you have to do is use my referral code. When you make a purchase, you get 5% back. I get 5% back. I use that 5% to purchase properties that I then give away. So you could end up getting a guaranteed 5% by using my referral code. But also, if you enter the raffle, then weekly, you have the potential of winning some free land from me so uh, i give away everything from that account that referral code goes specifically to that account that all the purchases uh, I, I make there are just used to do the giveaways so if you want to get some free land and you're going to be purchasing land anyways might as well use my referral code and you have the potential of you know getting uh, some land and uh, i haven't figured out a way to communicate fast enough to buy land that you want to buy so it's going to be a grab bag, but I do make, every time I make a purchase, it's not just some BS piece of land. I always try to buy strategically. So if I do give you some land, when you do give some land, I've seen a lot of you guys have mentioned that you end up buying more land in that area because I either buy up like a gold mine, a diamond mine, I buy something by a mega city, I buy something by a highly trafficked area that a lot of people haven't thought of. Uh, like I was buying up a lot of land in Minsk. And a lot of people are really happy with that because that has gone up in value pretty not not anywhere on the level of like Manhattan, but uh, it's definitely increased because Minsk is a, a capital city uh, there in Belarus. But um, in any case, I hope you guys have an amazing day, amazing week. Thank you for tuning in again. Make sure you're subscribed not only to this channel, my other channel. Check out the links in the notes below for giveaways and more information and more videos and all sorts of other stuff. And I hope you have fun investing in Earth 2. <laughs>